Captain's log. Stardate. Unimportant. We continue our mission designated Pappy and the Pepper Boldly Go, a podcasting experiment wherein we, the subjects, Captain Pappy and First Officer Pepper, watch every episode of Star Trek in order and engage in loose conversation about what we've encountered. Crew morale is low, our starship in dire need of repairs, but I know we shall achieve our hypothesized goal of comedic genius. Damn, it did it again. It's like, whoop. <laughs> yeah, I think that's just what my cough sounds like. Damn. Unless there's a ghost in here that just keeps talking every time I cough. And it's going, whoop. Uh, the ghost of Tim Allen is in my room. Yeah. Oh, I've got a good joke about that later. Oh. Okay. We'll anyway. All right. Welcome back to Pappy and Pepper Boldly Go. I'm Captain Pappy. And I'm First Officer the Pepper. It is Stardate Season 1, Episode 4? 3. 3. I got them mixed well, up. Well, it, official Episode 3. It's the fourth episode. It's Episode 3, though. See, now I'm getting myself mixed up on the podcast episodes versus the... Uh, Star Trek episodes. I've been confused since the very beginning. Why did they have to uh, have an episode? Started episode zero. zero. Yeah, stupid. It was stupid. Well, anyways, it is Star Date, season one, episode three. Where no man has gone before. Oh, we're going where no man has gone before. Uh, We're going to uh, episode three of Star Trek. No one's made it this far. (laughs) Everyone's. Stops at this Everyone point. stopped after this. So, have you ever seen the movie Akira? Akira, yes. I love yeah. that movie. Mm-hmm. And do I need to draw the parallels, or did you put it together? I put it, I put 2 plus 2 equals 4, and 4 equals Akira is sort of like this episode of Star Trek. It's like uh, it, but not nearly as cool. Not nearly as cool. Star Trek's much cooler. Um, he had fancy eyes. Fancy eyeballs. I did like the fancy eyes instead of... Uh, uh, here's a, a brief synopsis of Akira for those who don't know. It's about a, a teenager who gets godlike powers and uh, grows a bunch of extra flesh and turns into a giant baby at the end. Um, yeah. So instead of getting... A, to giant baby proportions. Uh, this kind of happens in this episode, but a guy gets sparkly eyes. He gets sparkly eyes. And it, would you rather have sparkly eyes because of your godlike powers, or would you rather turn into a big fucking baby because of your godlike powers? Big giant baby. Um, yeah. A duh. A big giant baby. That's I would much what... rather be a big fucking baby. Then we'd be like Captain Kirk. But don't. Because he's a big fat baby. Big. He's feral chested. I meant fat, like, you, you know how. Oh. <laughs> hey, yeah, he's pretty handsome, I guess. Uh, he, uh, 
On yeah. the real though, I, isn't that supposed to be William Shatner saying that he was pretty handsome? Was he? I don't know. I I don't perceive handsomeness. I don't perceive handsomeness from males. Well, some. I, yeah. I you know. Daniel Craig. Daniel Craig. I. Hmm. Uh, freaking Fox Mulder from X Files. He cute. Mm, he yeah. cute. X Files not... is like the like the bisexual awakening show because it's like everybody who's ends up being bisexual watch that and they're like, I like Mulder. No, I like Scully. Well, which one is it? <laughs> oh. <laughs> There's not a person on the planet who wouldn't fuck Mulder. I'll say that. Oh, he's so cute. Yeah, he's so cute. Um, I'm straight. Do you and... do you think Captain Kirk is a uh, pretty handsome, pretty cute? Uh, he, I mean, he's okay, but we know my heart lies with Chekhov. Mm, Speaking yes, of Chekhov, Chekhov, I miss him. When's he Where gonna is... be in the show? It's Where's like, my is... boy at? Where, Where is he? My son. I need some Russian representation in my show. I, I... abandoned my boy. <laughs> I abandoned my child. I abandoned my boy! And he's nowhere to be seen. I need my little Russian boy here, and he's not. And it makes I, me sad. I know, I miss his silly accent. I mean, there's plenty of Russian representation in uh, The Next Generation. Is there? Worf. He's Russian? Oh, yeah, he is, isn't he? <laughs> he was raised by Russian parents. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I really do dig his like backstory. That's pretty. That's pretty cool. It's pretty cool to be orphaned and then raised by Russian people. Yeah, that's sick, dude. I wish mm. I was like that. <laughs> I wish I was an alien with a silly forehead. I wish I was an orphaned alien that like we used to be at war with his people, but then I got raised by Russian humans. Yeah, then. Uh... Then you'd just be like to about vodka and or whatever. I don't know. Does Worf what? like vodka? That's an important question. Does he like vodka? Uh, no one actually likes alcohol in in that Star Trek because none of it, they, they all drink synthahol and none of it gets you drunk. Uh, well then. Every well, once then, in a while, I don't, want, I don't want to make it to that future. Fuck that. Uh, some people stash, like, the real shit in their quarters or whatever, like, uh, Jean-Luc will be like, have this bottle of wine. My brother pissed it out. Or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> My brother pissed it out. <laughs> his mother, ma- his uh, brother makes wine. Hey, oh. but we're not talking about TNG. No. We're talking about TOS. TOS. It's so, TOS. like, this episode was weird, and I feel like it was out of order. Uh, um, it was. Want it some was? Trivia? Yeah, you want trivia? Yeah. Okay. Wait here's, on me. Here's trivia for you. Um, this was the second pilot. Oh. Yeah. Because Bones so, was not there. They did have, like, an old doctor, but there was no Bones McCoy to be seen. Yeah, and they were all wearing fluffy sweaters. They were wearing weird, like, Spock was not in his science blues. Uh, they were all wearing, like, weird tan sweaters. Like, turtleneck. Um, and, uh, did you see Sulu? Yeah. <laughs> he was wearing science clothes. 
Yeah, and he was like yeah. head of his department or whatever of like some kind of science department. And it's like, no, he's a helmsman, also a botanist and a swordsman, <laughs> and a smarmy fellow. Smarmy, Sulu's an interesting guy. It was extremely lacking in Sulu sass in this episode. He was just too like about business. So glad yeah. when he stopped doing science, he became a lot more fun. So also, that's... they actually had a psychiatrist on board, which we all know that doesn't last long. Ship's counselor? Yeah. Huh. The blonde chick, she was like a psychiatrist or whatever. Yeah, well, like, okay, let's spoil. She dies, and they just don't bother replacing her, I don't think. No, the everybody just got terrible mental health uh, aboard the Enterprise, because they do not bother getting a new therapist for the crew. <laughs> Did she really try talking about feelings with anyone, though? Or was she no. just sort of like, um, yeah, I'm here to study what stress does to people. I honestly feel like that was okay. it. Uh, because she didn't seem like a very good psychiatrist. For one thing, she was very easily manipulated uh, by, what was his name, Gary? His name is Gary Mitchell. That's such a lame name. <laughs> Gary. Gary. Gary, Mitchell. Gary the I'm, snail. I'm sure I've met Gary Mitchell, uh, a Gary Mitchell at some point. Everybody's everybody's met Gary Mitchell. Gary Mitchell is like you know, uh, he's the grocery he's the grocery bagger dude, or he's like your mechanic or something. Everybody's got one in town. He's uh, um, he's basically it, it, you know, like second to like I don't know, fucking. Joe Smith or something, you know? Joe Smith, Gary Mitchell, uh, I don't know, like, Tom Dandy? Yeah. That's number three. Um, Tom Jones, everybody's got a Tom Jones. Tom Jones. Uh, you know, it's not unusual. He's always walking around going, what's new, pussycat? And, which is really weird. I wish he'd stop doing that. Stop calling me pussycat. Mm, it's not uh pc anymore no calling everyone a pussy all the time fuck you oh, tom jones fuck you i'm no pussy what's anyway. up pussy cat fuck you that's fuck what's up you. fuck you tom jones actually no i'm sorry i have to correct myself i love tom jones and i would die for him you would die for tom jones i love that man would tom He's... jones die for you he doesn't I would not allow him to. <laughs> Tom Jones has to survive. When he dies, I die. Is he when still he dies, alive, actually? Actually, I don't know, but his voice is so so smooth, so hypnotic. It's so nice. He's alive! Hell yeah, he's gotta live, man. He's gotta make it to Star Trek times because he'll he'll dominate. He'll dominate. He's just like uh, what Futurama does and put his head in a jar. Yeah. Yeah. If anyone gets to it's Tom Jones. He uh dibs. Number one, I vote for Tom Jones to be able to put his head in a jar. He won by a landslide. Um, this episode really kicks off because they find a trash can floating through space. Yeah. And um it's it's a it's a space trash can from an old ass ship, right? Yeah. That's the thing. Yeah. And so they uh they um, put it in the Spock's computer and listen to it. And it says 
the captain blew up his own ship. Oh. Whoa. And then they, like, um, you know, try to figure that out. And then they figure out they need to leave. And when they're trying to leave, they run into some pink goo. And that turns Gary Mitchell into a god. Yeah, I do like how, like, ESP is a legitimate thing in this universe, yeah. in this futuristic society. Like, ESP is a thing. Yeah, there's, like, species out there who can uh, read minds and shit. Yeah, well, like, I like that humans got it, too. Because, you know, no, it's I, like, what? I didn't catch that. They said yeah, people, well, people got it, too. Yeah, remember, like, the psychiatrist was being like, I scored high on my ESP testings, whatever. It's like I have uh, everybody... ESPN. Yeah, ESPN. <laughs> I get the sports channel. Mm. I watch all the college football games. <laughs> I scored real high on my I ESPN love sports. Test. I love that. Like, okay, well, that's kind of neat. I didn't catch that just, like, they test people for psychicness. Yeah, well, like, uh, that was the whole thing, was that uh, her, the psychiatrist lady, Gary Mitchells, and then, like, a couple others on board were all affected by this pink goo, and that's because all of them scored higher on their ESP marks. Whatever. Oh. That's why they were affected. That's some subtle shit. I didn't catch that. You know, they talk a lot in the show. Yeah, yeah, they do talk (laughs) a lot. (laughs) They talk a lot. There's Um, not a... There's like there's just some action every once in a while, but it's really just like a lot of talking. Mm-hmm. It's one of those dialogue-driven shows. Oh yeah, I kind of dig it. You can only do so much in the '60s, though. Like, yeah, like I mean, how action-packed can it be? Yeah, and I don't think that they had the best like fighting choreography down. You know, because <laughs> yeah. the fights that they do have, they look goofy as hell. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, does that get better? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I have a feeling the answer will be no. I well, mean, I guess we'll find out. Yeah, I mean, well, you know the famous episode of like Kirk fighting a Gorn or whatever, right? Lizard dude. Uh, yeah, but we call them Trandoshans, Star Wars. Um, well, like, uh, just from what I've seen of that episode, not a whole lot of choreography goes into the actual fighting because the lizard guy is just like walking around and it's just Kirk like running away from him and then like throwing rocks at him or some shit. That's the best way to handle a lizard. Yeah. But Mm -hmm. somehow, inexplicably, Kirk always manages to rip his shirt. It uh it's improbable. Is it illogical? Very. Mm. How does he keep ripping his shirt? He'll rip his shirt even whenever like Nothing really happened. He's too bottle-chested. It can't be contained. Can't be contained. The shirt's fibers... This is set super-duper-duper far in the future, but the technology still isn't there to make a shirt that can can contain that kind of thunder, you know? Contain them uh, tiggle bitties. Mm-hmm. The tit big of fire. (laughs) The tit big of fire. His tits are too big. Thanks, McCoy. Uh, too big. Shirt keeps getting ripped. I made my tits too big. It's called barrel chested. It's <laughs> in right now. It's in right now. Honestly, like uh, I will say, 
you know, for the longest time, it's like the ideal male body was like kind of muscular or whatever. Mm-hmm. Shit like that. Uh, I I peruse the Twitters quite often, and I think people nowadays are really into kind of the, the Kirk level of slight chubbiness and barrel chestedness. Uh, kind of a, I would call it a dad bod a bit. Have we swung back now to that kind of? I feel like maybe we've swung swung back. Okay. How far back do you think we'll swing? Do I need to start shaving my forehead? Ooh, yeah. Get that high forehead. Mm-hmm. Get that. Uh, I don't remember what else. I'm going to shave my uh, top. Oh, the really thin, really like, really. almost no eyebrows. Yeah, we'll mix, like, a little bit of Victorian with a little bit of 2000s and get a really stunning look. Yeah, um, the, the like, it looks like you drew on your eyebrows with, like, a mechanical pencil. Really big forehead, really pale, really pale, really, really pale. Like it looks like you just saw a ghost. You're so pale. Mm-hmm. And then the dude's just kind of like you know work out, but not too much. Work out, but not too much. Yeah. Yeah, it's so unfair the amount of work women have to put in to be beautiful. Yeah. I just shaved my fucking head. <laughs> get a sharpie and put on my eyebrows. Put on my eyebrows every day. I can never, ever, ever go outside. I can never fair. get a tan. Not fair. So, like this episode of Star Trek. This episode of Star Trek. Uh huh. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay, so he turns into a god. That's pretty funny. Um, yeah. Gary Mitchell's is one of Kirk's old buddies and. He's starting to turn into a god, which means he's also starting to, like, not give a shit about people. Mm-hmm. Trying to see them as, like, ants, basically. Insects. And, mm-hmm. And then psychiatrist lady can go suck a dick. Like, um... He wants to suck a dick real bad. She wants to suck Gary Mitchell's dick. Yeah, and that's really the ultimate downfall of her character is that she wants to suck that schnoz yeah. too much. And, that- um... That and everybody else schnoz. is like, everybody else is like, uh, he's too fucking powerful. He's going to kill all of us. We better strand him on a planet. And she's Delta like, Vega. no, Delta yeah, Vega. She, she really is bad at her science job because she's letting her emotions like uh, cause her to overlook any kind of like evilness that Gary is like showing. He's. He's smirking quite evilly pretty early on. It's like, but, how can you not see that this guy's about to go all crazy? Crazy god complex. All, all Kira on this bitch. He's about to turn all the Kira. And she's just like, well, we need to give him the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. Is no, that, bro. He's not guaranteed he's evil. And he's just like, you're all so insignificant. And she's like, he could be nice. He could be nice. I mean, he's just different. We just gotta get to know him. He's just different. But um, <laughs> she she turns into a god too. Yeah, because she also got affected by the pink space goo. Mm-hmm. The color from outer space. The color that came from outer space. Pink. Yes. Mm-hmm. Pink. Yep. And they got ass blasted with it. And then Akira 
and then um, they they uh, they do the thing where they try to put them on the planet and then leave. Like a kind of sad. It made me think of like whenever people don't want a dog. Aww. Oh. Well, if your dog had suddenly got godlike powers and was trying to like kill you, then I wouldn't. Yeah. It'd be hard though. My dog. Gary it would be hard. My dog Gary Mitchell's. I got to. I got to put him down. But then you're like you're too attached. Like I don't want to. He's got rabies. He's got god rabies. So I'm just gonna leave him like out in the woods on Delta <laughs> Vega. I'm gonna leave him on, in the woods and I'm gonna drive away. And then they but, try to uh, leave them, leave him on the planet. Yeah, they didn't know that she was affected yet. Yeah. And then, uh, like, what even happened then? What, like, um, I don't remember. <laughs> so, uh, like, okay, so they had him locked up, and he, using his god mind powers, he killed a guy, uh, at, and he knocked out Kirk and Spock. The doctor showed up, uh, the psychiatrist lady, she went with Gary. Doctor showed up, and, like, I was checking on Kirk and Spock. Kirk woke up and it was like, you and Spock get out of here. Other guy's dead. I'm going to go deal with Gary. And then so then we get a confrontation between Gary and uh, Kirk. Oh, yeah. And then they duke it out. And then like um, Kirk appeals to the psychiatrist lady who has a shred of humanity left. She like zaps Gary and then Kirk zaps a rock and it falls on Gary and boom, episode done. Yeah, they did the whole, like, Gary was trying to kill him, he made, like, made a burial spot for him. Basically, like, the whole... cheesy-ass shit, he's like, here's Very, a hole yeah. for, you to, for you to die in. For you to die in. You see this hole, that's where you're gonna be buried at. Um, it's like, it's a whole kind of philosophical thing of, like, giving extraordinary godlike powers to a human so they're still driven by like human uh human wants uh human flaws and stuff but like a an actual like god or whatever would have to be pretty impartial to things uh just so that their own desires and stuff wouldn't uh control their powers and what they has- decide to do with them too bad Spock didn't get um get powers. Yeah. He is half human though. You're right. He wouldn't have been okay. What if like somebody did like get godlike powers, but then they were just cool afterwards? I wanna see that episode. Yeah. I, I, you know, not to toot my own horn, I feel like if I suddenly got godlike powers, I'd just be real chill about it because I generally just like don't like getting involved with shit. Same here. I just kind of like give myself an endless supply of like spaghetti and meatballs, and uh... I'd make. Uh, we've had this discussion. I'd make myself a pizza, and Wait, he never materialized anything, did he? Could he? Well, he. I mean, he okay. he like made the planet more habitable for okay, him so and uh, the lady. And a lady. Uh, so it's totally attainable, uh, the idea that with these powers, one could make an a infinite amount of spaghetti and meatballs. Yeah. 
He also made Kirk's headstone. It's like you could open up a a, a masonry business at whatever whoever does the headstones. There uh, you go. I don't know who does the headstones, but yeah, you make a good point there. Yeah. Uh, damn, really, the possibilities are endless. Oh well, yeah, you could, uh, you know, make all the discontinued fast food foods and sell them, make a killing. <laughs> Why do we always just end up back at, like, making a fucking, what's a discontinued? The McRib. You can sell McRib all year long. All year long. You get ahead all of that shit on McDonald's. Yeah. Fuck you, McDonald's, one day out of the year or whatever. I don't know. I don't ever get the McRib. I don't yes, know the rules, only but available I, one day out of I don't think that's right, but like <laughs> it's, a small, it's a small window of time, okay? One day out of the year you can get this sandwich. <laughs> one day Trust me. Year. It's like a rare flower and it blooms before <laughs> day. <laughs> but the beauty of it makes it worth it in the end. Mm-hmm. McRib. No. I want. Well, it's Star Trek's fault that we keep getting into these discussions because they keep having similar episode happens. It you know, like of a person getting godlike powers and then fucking shit up. And for some it, reason not using the god powers to just make food. To just make Taco Bell. To make <laughs> alcohol because apparently, you know, no one's got alcohol in this futuristic society. You could open up a bar with real alcohol and just make it yourself and like make a killing. It'll be like, I don't know. On the first day, she said, let there be infinite spaghetti and meatball. On the second day, she said, fuck these replicators. Alcohol for everyone. And on the third day, she said, everybody toke up. Everybody toke up. (laughs) Grab a McRib and toke down. 420 all year long, all day long. Every day. All the time. 420. <laughs> and then, like, on the fourth day, um, universal peace, because, like, everything was perfect now. Well, everybody gets a McRib. Yeah. Who's gonna be fighting with that? <laughs> and on the seventh day, she gave Captain Kirk bigger tits, and all was good. And he was so happy. He was so happy, and everyone rejoiced. Mm. Like. There was kind of a funny uh, thing that happened in this episode. Do you remember? Um, mm. was like part and Gary's in his little hospital bed, and Lee is the name of that crew member comes to visit him, and Gary's like, "Lee, uh, you better go fix the." D- I don't know. It was some kind of like techno babble. I don't know what the fuck he said. Power couple. Yeah, better go fix that Johnson rod. Yeah, he's like, Lee, fix the Johnson rod. And he's like, okay, Gary, I'll do that. And he's like, do it now, Lee. I'm not kidding, Lee. I'm not fucking kidding around, Lee. You did Did not mind making awkward situation. Did you think that was funny, too? I thought it was kind of funny. I lost it. (laughs) Go polish that rod, Lee. You didn't polish it enough, Lee. The whole thing's gonna blow. You polish it enough and it will blow. So, like, yeah, that's, that's a pretty solid episode of Star Trek. Pretty solid. He also got pretty eyes. 
He did. They were beautiful. He had beautiful eyes. Mm. What? Did anything else of note happen? No. No? Literally nothing happened. This was kind of a boring episode. Mm-hmm. Really, three major plot lines happened. And I think we've summed them up pretty well. It was like, a, as though I was re-watching the episode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're welcome, audience. Now you don't have to watch it. Yep, you can skip this one. We perfectly summed it up. Um, why is it that, like, the platform that we're watching these on have them out of order, though? Because you said this was, like, the second pilot episode. It was the se- second pilot episode, but they aired it as the third episode. Why? Why would they do that? I don't know. That's weird. Let me look at Wikipedia. They are, they've already had two, like, real episodes. Why would they go in the third with, like, oh, this is a pilot episode? They just, like, already had it recorded, and they're like, oh, let's go ahead and release this one. Back up. Back it on up. Back Back it on up. Back it on up. Yeah, I don't know why they did it third, but it was third. And, um, you know what they say, third is the turd. Third is the turd? Mm Mm-hmm. You know what they say? Two out of three ain't bad. Meatloaf said that. Yeah, they. You know what they say? Home, home again. I like to be here when I can. Hmm. That was Pink Floyd. Oh. Um. Hey. Huh? Roll power to the engines. Hmm. Make it so. Make it so. Thank you for listening to Pappy and the Pepper Boldly Go. If you'd like to keep up with our adventures through space, follow us at Pappy Pepper on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Thanks again, and tune in next week for more.